Hey, what's up, everybody? You got me nervous right now. I'm like, I'm normally not that nervous to just start talking. So I do my thing. But uh, I don't know. I've got this weird feeling of anxiety. Um, I have another sponsor. I think that uh, they're going to be like my official sponsor probably. And I know you can all guess who it is already. Map Fitness, of course. Why not? Have you ever been there? Like, seriously, Map Fitness. The gym is, I love that gym. They have everything, I think, besides for like, like basketball courts and racquetball courts and running track. Like those big things is like she doesn't have that kind of stuff. But if I were her, I'd be like, well, run outside, play basketball outside, do shit outside, get out. You know what I mean? Shouldn't be running on an indoor track unless it's winter time. Like I used to run at the indoor track on the base gym all the time. And I think that, don't give me, I think it was like 15 laps for a mile. And that's telling you how small that fucking track was. So I used to do sprints on that thing. And like my, I think that's why I have such bad knees now when it comes to running is that stupid blue track on Grand Forks Air Force Base. Because I can't, I hate treadmills. I just refuse to run on a treadmill. Uh, I, and, and if it's summertime or I can run outside, I'm going to run outside. So I used to run a lot of hills, do tons of sprints outside. And, uh, and this is all like pre-fight workout stuff or just to stay in shape. Uh, when I used to do a lot of road work, uh, my knees bother me so much now and I've changed shoes. I, I do different stretches before I would take off running, obviously all before my injury and stuff. I haven't started working out or running or anything yet. Uh, I can't, I kind of want to try running again, living out in the country. We have so much space to run. I want to start biking again. I was cycling last summer. I got an old Schwinn 10 speed and I was, uh, I was biking. I was doing like 10, I think I did up to over 20 some miles one time. And you just put on the headphones and you just start ripping and you just going and it's, I don't know, it's a good workout. Um, it's kind of fun. I don't know. I like cycling. Uh, but I'm gonna, I want to try to run again and see what happens. So what happens is I run about 30 minutes, not 30 minutes, about half a mile into the run. <laughs> yeah, 30 minutes, half mile. I run a lot faster than that. But about half a mile into any run, my knees would just start to ache. And I've pushed through a few miles and it never goes away. Uh, I've been told that some people deal with aches and pains, but if you push through them as a runner, uh, they'll go away or whatever. M uh, mental, mental toughness for runners is ridiculous. Like I know people don't like to run or people make fun of people that are like long distance runners. Like why do you, you know, that's, it's boring or whatever. And uh, it is, you so got to be mentally tough. Your body starts to break down after so long. And, and the farthest I ever ran was 13 miles. I did a half marathon in Qatar when I was there. And I paced it with a friend. I told her I would help her. And she ran so slow. And I just, I, I could barely walk for the next two days. I should have prepared for it. I've been running a couple miles a day or three or four miles here and there, but never 13. And man, I, <laughs> yeah, the shit I used to put my body through. I don't think I would ever run a marathon. Robin always bugs about wanting to run a marathon or a half marathon when we first got together. And uh, we just, we don't have the time to train for it. Like, you really got to get out and get, get the road work in and, and train for a marathon. Like, you can't just go do it. Like, a half marathon. I shouldn't have went and just did it, and I paid for it. But it was all right. It was whatever. At least I could say I did it. Where was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, the base gym has the indoor track, and it sucks. But, uh, yeah, so Map Fitness. Um, go there. Lift weights. Uh, do your CrossFit. If you're into that kind of stuff, you can flip tires. She has rocks, those big rocks you can lift up for... Uh, strongman stuff. She has Olympic lifting things. Uh, they have a boxing conditioning class right now that Roman, the Nightmare Cruz, who is the uh, just won the bantamweight uh, North Star Combat Championship when we were up there, and it's awesome. Was it featherweight? No, 
It's a bantamweight, I believe. Maybe not. See, now I'm sitting here thinking, whatever, Roman won a title, and good for him, awesome. I want to have him on my podcast. Me and him will probably do a, an MMA podcast. I haven't done an MMA podcast in a while. Uh, I need to. They're, I've been pretty busy with, you know, I, haven't, I like to research those. I like to do my homework when it comes to the MMA stuff. I just haven't had the time. Uh, I've had the time. I just don't mentally and physically, like, I'm just trying to fix me right now and not try to put too much effort into, into the podcast, even though I should be. And trust me, you guys, I want to have so many guests. I want to take off running with this. Like, I have a few really cool guests lined up. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about it right now. Uh, I, I want to get my buddy Tupa on here. We can talk about his, how he feels about fighting. That one might be an, an MMA podcast. Uh, I want to have the fighters on before, uh, like Mana, Roman, Dre, uh, maybe even Vic. Uh, these guys, before they, they have a fight coming up, they can promote themselves a little bit, promote their fight. Uh, we can talk to them, how they feel about fighting and stuff. Oh, I'm so excited, you guys. Super excited. So the reason I bring that up is because I'm a huge procrastinator, like with this podcast. I want to do a podcast for so long. I like to sit and talk. And when I'm hanging out with friends and we sit and we talk, and I'm like, man, this would be so cool if this was recorded and people could listen to it and uh you know what i mean so i bring up this uh overcoming procrastination i have a book i got called uh discipline equals freedom field manual by jocko willink uh w-i-l-l-i-n-k and he was a marine navy seal uh marine jesus dave he was a uh, he's a retired navy seal officer uh he has an awesome podcast called the jocko podcast i don't get to listen to it very much uh, I, I found out about Jocko from Joe Rogan's podcast. Like I said, yeah, I always find out, I find interesting and cool things out on the Rogan podcast or find out about some really cool people. Uh, I found out about Sergio Simpson, who is like my favorite country singer right now. And he's so awesome. Uh, yeah, I find out so much cool stuff from podcasts. That's why I'm trying to like tell you guys to get out and, uh, learn and get into some other podcasts, you know, uh, or just listen to mine. I don't give a shit. But in this book, and it's not like a wordy book, it's just like a whole bunch of quotes of his, and he is like super motivating. He is like, uh, you know, he talks, I don't know, he did this whole, I watched a video where he does this whole motivational speech about something bad happened to you today, good, you'll learn from it. You know, your car broke down, good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like all these negative things, but it's like good because you're going to learn from them and it's going to make you a stronger person. Anyway, enough of that shit. Uh, I'm going to read you a thing out of his book called Overcoming Procrastination. People want to know how to stop laziness. They want to know how to stop procrastination. They have an idea in their head, maybe even a vision, but they don't know where to start. So they ask and they say, where do I start? When is the best time to start? And I have a simple answer. Here and now. That's it. You want to improve? You want to get better? You want to get a workout program? You want to get on a workout program or clean diet or start a new business? You want to write a book or make a movie or build a house or a computer or an app? <clears throat> Where do you start? You start here. When do you start? You start right now. You initiate action. You go. Here's the reality. The idea isn't going to execute itself. The book isn't going to write itself. Those weights out in the gym... They aren't going to move themselves. You have to do it. And you have to do it now. So stop thinking about it. Stop dreaming about it. Stop researching every aspect of it and reading all about it and debating the pros and cons of it. Start doing it. Take the first step and make it happen. Get after it. Here and now. Jocko Willink. Dude, is so motivating. It's crazy. Right? Like, 
I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even think about doing this podcast today, but I'm like, I just got to do it. I haven't done one since like last week, and I want to get at least one out a week right now, and here I am. I'm getting it out. So, Jocko, I'm going to do it here and now. <laughs> but, okay, so, uh, like I was saying, um, Megan and Map, uh, she gave me the thumbs up and said, yeah, I'll be your sponsor, and I'm, I'm thrilled about it. I love talking about her gym. Uh, like I said, you can go there, you can do anything and whatever, whatever you want, uh, besides run on a little track or, you know, she'll have a swimming pool and all that. Like, it's not like, uh, those big corporate gyms or whatever with all that stuff. Uh, I know on the base, like Grand Forks Air Force Base gym, I was talking to Megan about it the other day and I'm like, man, their base, the base gym is really nice. And yeah, we have a climbing wall. There's a pool. There's an indoor track. Like I was saying, they have an indoor soccer field. Uh, it's pretty nice that we got really lucky. The, the troops that get stationed here in Grand Forks, like you get stuck in Grand Forks. It sucks. I know, uh, you know, compared to places around the world, you could be, I know some people like it in Grand Forks. It's okay. Uh, look at me try not to offend people. <laughs> like I care. Um, but it's a really nice, it's a really nice facility. I think it actually got voted really high up on like out of all the gyms in the air force it was one of the best ones. Anyway, back to map fitness. Uh, this is the worst sponsorship plug ever. Sorry, Megan. I really, I'll do better next time. I feel like I talked the gym up enough. You know what I mean? Get out there. Uh, this is, you know, for people in Grand Forks, North Dakota, if you're looking for a gym to go to, it's open 24 hours. Uh, Keyless, uh, she has a uh, an entry or whatever where you get a key and you get to go in anytime you want. Um, it's all, it has cameras. It's a very secure place. Uh, and you can do anything. Like I said, lift weights. You can hit heavy bags. There's an MMA cage. There's mats on the floor to do yoga, stretch out on, uh, whatever. Just don't put a bunch of shit on them and walk on them with your shoes. She has the one whole side where you can uh, you can do any sort of like CrossFit stuff. She's got a bunch of the Rogue equipment. She's got some really nice machines in there. So if you haven't had a chance to swing out there and check it out, swing out to Map Fitness. It's out on Gateway, on West Gateway. Uh, out by the new Walmart. So get out there, check it out. Uh, if you want, hit me up. I will take you guys. I'll give you a tour. Uh, write me on Facebook uh, if you know my number, whatever. Find a way to hit me up, and I'll meet you there, and I'll give you a walkthrough. I'll give you a tour. We can talk about me teaching you how to defend yourself if somebody attacks you. You know what I mean? Like I've been big on that lately is pushing this self-defense thing. Like If you want to learn how to defend yourself, you maybe don't want to be a fighter, any of that stuff, man, when sometimes shit can go down and, and it's nice to at least know how to protect yourself, not necessarily beat the crap out of somebody, but kind of have an idea of what to do or practice it enough where you can stay calm in the situation or calm enough that you, that you can handle it. Yeah. So I've been trying to teach Carter. Uh, he's my 10-year-old. I've been trying to teach him how to fight. Uh, we go to the gym once in a while and it's so much fun. I love it. I love teaching. Um, I feel like it's, it's done... It's done a huge service to me learning getting into jujitsu uh being a wrestler in high school has made me a better person i think because nothing is harder than a wrestling season while you're cutting weight all the time and it is battle for three those three or four months of wrestling season was hell and i don't regret it and uh i was gonna make a facebook post one time about how uh you know i miss all i miss the wrestling days i miss my brothers in the gym uh in the wrestling room we didn't even call it a gym in the wrestling room uh, the trips we all took, all of us, like the struggle we all did together, like it was battle. We all went to battle together. And man, I was real close to some of those dudes and I miss those days a lot. So 
Should I tell my kids, don't grow up too fast, you know, and enjoy it while it goes, you know, because I don't even, I don't keep in touch with any of those guys anymore. I see some of them on Facebook and some of the stuff they do, but they're out there living their lives like the rest of us. So what else was I going to get into? Check out MAP, like I was saying. <laughs> Worst sponsored plug ever, and I don't care. Um, 4th of July is coming up, so be safe. Um, I've never really been that injured by fireworks in my day. Um, we used to obviously shoot them at each other. I know my dad and my brother, um, my cousin Cubby, they used to have these huge firework wars over at his farm where they would shoot artillery shells and all sorts of crazy shit at each other. And I'm sure people got burnt, people got hurt. Ugh, it's nuts. We used to shoot Roman candles at each other. Uh, don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> Stay safe. Uh, don't blow any fingers off. Um, if you're going to drink, be responsible. I don't need to sit here and give you guys a safety briefing. Seriously. <laughs> so after you used to have to do every Friday when I at work, I let we'd all get off for the weekend and it'd be like, all right, don't fucking drink and drive. Call me, blah, blah, blah. You're all adults. You can figure it out. But if I didn't tell them and they went and got in trouble, they could be like, well, Sergeant Helmbrecht didn't tell me that uh, he didn't say anything about not drinking this weekend. And then you get in, you don't get in trouble, but you get like, you were supposed to say something. It's so dumb. Don't miss the military sometimes. Huh. So, where the fuck was I even going with that? I don't even remember now. I just brain dumped it. Doesn't matter. Oh, 4th of July. Be safe. If you're traveling, be safe. Uh, and have a good one. We're probably going to go down and uh, the Grand Forks puts on a really good show every year. Last year, the show was awesome, but we forgot bug spray. Then we got on the dike and everybody sits up on the dike and watches along the river and we got fucking ate alive by mosquitoes it was so bad uh but this year we're gonna remember the bug spray um so wednesday we're gonna go do that watch the fireworks the kids love it uh i don't spend a lot of money on fireworks one i'm broke as a joke right now with all the dis you know not working like i should be and uh i'm barely getting any you know disabilities weak shit and uh just trying to stay caught up on everything else uh i don't have money to spend on fireworks um I wish I had thousands of dollars to spend on fireworks. I'd get them. Oh, you guys just made me think of something about veterans and fireworks. But give me a second. Uh, a friend of mine posted something funny on Facebook. But what I'm saying is I'm not. I'm probably not going to buy a whole lot. Um, the kids obviously all love them. Uh, every kid loves fireworks. They're fun to do or whatever. But we just uh, do not have the money for it. This this At least this year, you know. And it can be considered a waste of money. I mean, it's entertaining. It's fun. But it's like you light the fuse and boom. 10 bucks, boom, 20 bucks, I don't know. And I mean, I know the bigger ones you can buy, you can put off quite the little show, and they have the finale ones. It's just like a block you get with a ton of those artillery shell things in it. And I don't know, do people know a lot about fireworks? We grew up shooting shit at each other and blowing shit up. Fourth of July was like our favorite time of the year, for real. Uh, Dad would like spend 10, 20 bucks on all of us. You get like a, you get like a gross, a bottle of rockets, and you'd get some smoke bombs and I don't know, some sparklers. <laughs> That's what we really got. But then dad on the side, he'd buy a whole bunch of Roman candles. And uh, we used to buy them from uh, Betty Tyne stand in Millbank. So if you're in Millbank, and I know Millbank has got a whole bunch of different uh, fireworks stands, I'm sure, like everywhere else. Uh, I know Ellie, um, Cubby's ex-wife. <laughs> Ellie, I know they run a store. Um, him, her and the girls are, yeah, run a on a fireworks stand. Uh, Betty Tyne out there, she has one too. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. I was just saying, we love fireworks. But we'd always go there, then Dad would buy, you know, some big banging stuff and some fun stuff on the side, and he'd light it off or whatever, shoot it at us. I don't know. 
Fireworks is always a fun time. Oh, man. Whoa, the Fetchers thing. So my voice is getting really scratchy. I'll be right back. I'm going to take a drink. I don't have to even tell you guys that, but I don't really care. Uh, so this guy posted a thing on, on Facebook about veterans who, uh, who struggle with PTSD, who have been to combat, uh, that don't like fireworks, um, the banging and the, whatever goes off and it reminds them of shooting and, and, you know, things blowing up. And I get that part of it, you know, but the guy, the meme that the person did was they kind of made fun of, uh, the average troop. That didn't really get to see combat, and I don't. It's like I'm like faking it, I guess. Like they almost fake that they have PTSD, which is like I'm. I would never. I don't care what anybody says. Like I would never. If somebody says I I, I have PTSD, well, one, most of us don't talk about it. If we have PTSD, you know, just come out with it and be like, hey, I have PTSD, or use it as an excuse for something I hate. I've had doctors try to tell me that, and I just don't want to be labeled that. I don't know. I'm all right. Like, we all, everybody is some, in some time in their life has probably had some sort of traumatic experience. PTSD is not just military-based um, or first responder-based. Uh, a lot of anybody, you know, and if you're a kid growing up and you're in a car accident and you watched your mother die in a car accident, that is traumatic, and you're probably going to have some sort of PTSD from that, whether you're in the military or not. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people have it from, from childhood, but the, the thing with childhood, I think, is your brain is still developing, and you kind of, some people get over it. Some people don't, don't get me wrong, but some people, like children, if they see something traumatic, by the time they're an adult, a lot of times they've forgotten it, or they've, they've, they've learned how to deal with it, and they let it go. Well, sometimes when traumatic experience happens when you're older, and you're already fucked up from life, like you, it's harder to get over certain things. You know what I mean? And, and I've seen some terrible things in my life and I buried them really deep and I didn't talk about them for a long time. And that is not the way to deal with things. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, this went from fireworks and veterans into PTSD, which it all makes sense. It all come back around. Uh, you know what I mean? And my biggest, a big issue too is I compare myself. I'm like, man, I did not see anywhere near what some of my friends have seen, what I know older veterans, Viet, Vietnam veterans. Uh, I, man, like I just, I don't even compare to those people, but you can't compare yourself no matter what, whether it's, whether it's uh, like traumatic experiences, whether it's the pain you're going through, whether it's you, what doesn't matter. You can't compare yourself to someone else because we are all individuals and we are all different. What affects you doesn't affect somebody else. So don't be an asshole to that person because, oh, you, you don't like that? You're such a pussy. Like, no, things affect everybody different, if that made any sense. But what I'm getting at is if you if there is a veteran around or whatever and they don't want to be around the fireworks, uh, I mean, you got to respect that, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, you, if you want to be that asshole and call them out and be like, oh, I don't think you saw that much combat, you pussy. Well, most of my stuff that I didn't, most of the stuff that I didn't want to see happened here at Grand Forks Air Force Base with suicides and some other things I had to arrive on scene and see people, you know what I mean? As a first responder, uh, you see a lot of stuff. I posted a video the other day, man, and it is, ugh, I cried, <laughs> cried right away. I'm a big crier. I don't know if I really told the guys that on here, but man, like, I'm not afraid to cry. If something's sad, I'll cry. Like, the kids see me cry all the time, and they're just like, they don't make fun of me because I'll kick their ass. I'll cry while I'm kicking their ass. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not afraid to show my emotions. I'm not afraid to be emotional. Uh, the last six months have been shitty, fucking shitty for me. And so I have a lot of emotion in there and I need to get it out. So I'm not afraid to cry if I'm watching a movie and a dog dies in a movie 
or you know this oh man it doesn't take much not in tv shows they just know how to, to fucking pull my heartstrings make me cry but i guess you gotta respect um, what i'm getting what i'm saying is you gotta respect that veteran i guess uh you know you, what are you gonna question that they that they did see combat or what they did or didn't see um also fourth july happens every year and people want to light fireworks and if you're that veteran i don't i maybe i can say this because i am one and I've, and I've been in some shit and I've seen some stuff, but uh, don't don't ruin it for everybody else. Like, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm sure there isn't anybody out there that's that sad about it. Like, I'll go in the house or go somewhere where it's not, you know, you don't hear it. Put some headphones on and just watch. Maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. Sometimes people say the concussion of it. They can just feel it still. And that, that's what gets more people is this, the concussion. You're like, ooh, that reminds me of something. You know what I mean? We hear loud bangs all the time, thunder, door slamming. You get really numb to it. But, like, when you actually feel the concussion of an explosion go off and it's, it's you know, it's, it's ridiculous. And it, I'm sure that can set, set some people back that have, have experienced some really crazy shit. But, like I'm saying, if you are that veteran too, try to be sensitive to other people's needs. They want to watch fireworks and that's what the 4th of July kind of is i mean that's not what the fourth july is we all know it's our independence day or whatever but we're gonna watch fireworks on fourth july that's just what that's what you do man so if you're out there and you're struggling don't keep it in like i'm i've been writing on facebook lately too let me know man you can hit me up talk to me uh the suicides veteran suicides is ridiculous and i know people who have done it (sighs) come on guys reach out to somebody it's hard. I know. I've been down deep, low, and you don't even want to pick up a phone. You don't want to call somebody. Um, reach out. You know, if you if you think you know somebody's been struggling, or you're like, man, that person hasn't hit me up in a while, or doesn't talk to me like they used to, hit them up. Doesn't hurt. Maybe you'll save their life for real. Uh, man, there was other things I wanted to talk about today. I got the go kart fixed. Booyah. Um, uh, I'm going to fix a few other things on it. I uh, just need to tune it up a little bit. I've been doing a little more around the house, probably more than I should. Uh, my voice is getting super scratchy, and I don't care. But do. But I, things got to get done around here. I'm taking it easy. I'm not overexerting myself. I'm not lifting crazy heavy things. I'm not doing too much. I'm really sore. If I look to the left, it starts to uh, starts to make my shoulder feel really funny. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's nerve pain. Um, I still need to be patient every day. Like I feel like I'm, why is my neck not better yet? It's only been a month. So trying to be patient. Uh, I go to the gym and I help coach and stuff. I really don't do anything physical and I hate being there and watching people. I just want to grab everybody and start wrestling and start doing jujitsu so much. I miss jujitsu. I just, it's such, it was, you don't really appreciate shit until it's gone and it's not in your life, you know, and can't wait. Can't wait to get back, you know, and I hope my neck is better. I hope I have to deal with some chronic pain, and my head is my biggest enemy right now, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, my neck is still sore, and it's been a month. Why am I not better yet? And I just got to be patient. Just got to chill, you know, so. Uh, What else was I saying? I was saying there's definitely going to have some guests on. I'm super excited about a couple of them uh, to push some cool, uh, I would say agendas. I don't like saying agendas. I feel like when you say I'm pushing an agenda, um, it's like political or whatever, like political agenda or as media has an agenda, but we all kind of do. Right. So like if you're, uh, let's say you're up for your pro weed and you're down for the decriminalization or you're down for legalization of weed, or maybe you just like medical marijuana, the idea of that, but not recreational, whatever you're into, uh, 
Brain dumped it, dude. Where was I going with that? See, this is what I deal with you guys all day, every day. <laughs> the worst short-term memory on the planet. Uh, I get, I just, I just brain dump stuff, man. And sometimes I wonder, eh, you know, did I get in the head too much? Did I, you know, I, my sister, me, me, me and my sister were talking about it. I, we both have short-term memories are terrible. Um, my half brother, Richie, his is, I don't know why I call him my half brother. My brother, Richie has terrible short-term memory. Uh, he's been hitting the head a lot too. And I think he's done a lot of drugs. Um, love you, Richie. I don't care. It's not, it's not a secret that you've done drugs. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. My sister, my dad, for sure my dad's short-term memory. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know. I have a lot of reasons why I might probably have short-term memory issues. But, I don't know. Once again, I want to say thank you guys for listening. It's about 25 minutes. You can handle that, right? That's enough for me. Um, oh, I was going to talk about the cats for a minute, too. Uh, oh, man. I just coughed on the mic and I don't give a shit. So, uh, Gino hasn't had her babies yet. She's humongous. <laughs> her boobies or whatever, cat boobs, tits, whatever, are, oh my God, are uh, filling. They're dropping or whatever. So like when, they're, when they start producing milk is when they're about to have them. Um, talking about my fucking cats again. <laughs> but she's, we're trying to like, we don't know where she's going to have them, where she wants to have them. She hates the dog right now. She's super protective because she knows she's about to have babies and it's going to be crazy around here. Uh, <laughs> funny story, so... Bailey, the dog, and Juno, the barn cat, the pregnant cat, um, were sort of buddies. They would Bailey would chew on her, and she would let her. She'd be in heat and not care. But she would chew on her and, like, pull her around the house. I talked about this before, and they were but kind of buddies. Well, we went to California for eight days, and Bailey stayed in town with a friend, and the cats were just here, and our uh, brother-in-law, sis- my sister-in-law, were down checking. They would check on them for us, and... Uh, we get home, and it was like Juno had never seen the dog before. Like, okay, so the dog remembered Juno. Bailey remembered Juno, but Juno didn't remember Bailey. And Bailey ran up to Juno like, hey, I'm back. And I think it must have been the first time that Bailey, like, actually, or Bailey, Juno attacked Bailey with, like, her claws. So it was like, boom, all of a sudden she just hits the dog with her claws, and the dog, like, freaks out, just screaming. And it was like, so she was so scared. Like, like that cat has lightning in its fingers, you know what I mean? And she had never been scratched before. The other two cats are declawed, so she's not even scared of them anymore. She chases them around, bites them. She doesn't even care. But And all in play, you know, she ain't hurting them. But Juno has claws still and just smoked her, and now she is definitely afraid of her. They're warming up. They're getting a little better. And then sometimes Juno will walk up to Bailey and, like, rub on her and be like, hey, we're buddies, remember? And then all of a sudden this, like, motherly, like, I'm about to have kittens thing kicks in and she whoops Bailey's ass. And then Bailey's scared to come in the house. If Juno's standing in a doorway, Bailey won't leave the room. It's so funny. The cat owns her so bad. But that's what's going on with pet talk in my house. So I don't know if some of you are curious. I hadn't talked about my pets in a while. And I kind of don't. I don't find it that interesting. Maybe you guys at home, you have pets. Uh, it's really fun. I love sitting back watching my pets and build their relationships together. Sounds so lame. But it's fun. It's interesting. Um, after Juno has those kittens, man, she's really going to hate Bailey. And she is going to be, oh, man, it's going to be crazy around here for a while. But uh, Bailey, I've been doing a lot of obedience tra- training with her. Her obedience is really well. She's super distracted still. She is a puppy. 
Uh, if we're outside and she sees like the neighbor girls outside, she wants to run over there and play with them because they want to play with her too. Uh, she sees the neighbor's dog. She wants to run over there and play. So as soon as she gets dis- distracted, like I don't even exist anymore. I just start yelling. I start barking orders and it does nothing. So, you know, if you're yelling at your dog, sit, sit, come, come, heal, whatever you're seeing, if you're unable to like give some sort of correction, you know, because a verbal correction at this point probably is not working. Uh, just stop giving the orders and just you have to go over there and get your dog or get close enough to get your dog's attention for them to realize they need to come back because this dog just doesn't lose her mind around food, other dogs, or uh, other people. Like, she likes strangers. She likes meeting new people. She's very curious about new people, and uh, I hate when she runs up to people. I don't want my dog running up to people. Yes, she's a cute little puppy, and what, 80% of people probably don't give a shit, but I'm telling you right now, if I'm walking down the street, I love dogs. I don't really care, but I do care. I, I think of it as like this. If you're walking down the street with your dog and your dog runs up to me, it can jump up on me or it's close enough where it could have bit me, it could bite me if it wanted to. Yeah, you know your dog and you probably know that it's not going to bite that person. I get it. But not everybody wants your fucking dog up in their business. So um, I think a lot of dog owners know that. And I think a lot of people try to, you know, they keep their dog away and stuff. Um, but at, at the same time, don't forget to socialize your dog. So if you're walking down a sidewalk and you're pulling your dog away from every person, uh, don't make it super obvious. Like don't yank your dog away. Like you're, what you're going to do is instill in your dog or kind of, um, condition. You're going to, it is going to be an unconditioned, is an unconditioned response, conditioned response. See, I've been a dog handler a while. Nice to know all his terminology. I could talk about dogs and sound super smart, but you're going to build up a thing in the dog where every, every stranger walks by you yank on your dog and it's going to think that, there must be something wrong with all these people or I should be scared of them. My owner, my master, my sensei, well, my sensei for a dog, that's hilarious. And it wants me to get away from all these people. So she'll start to get, she'll start to become protective of you or be scared of those people in fact, which means she could fear bite or, you know, something could happen. So what I'm saying is, so just don't make it super obvious. Just kind of, you know, direct the dog away. Just kind of, whatever you gotta do. Maybe your dog's an asshole. I don't know. And pulls like crazy. It just, there's, every dog is different. Um, they all aren't the same. I have people that are always like, oh, come train my lazy, stupid bulldog. And I'm like, oh man, bulldogs are just, that's what they are. They're not, I wouldn't call them stupid. Very stubborn, very just kind of lazy dogs. Uh, if you have bulldogs and they're not lazy, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of these big fat one my ex-roommate, uh, Nikki had, an old roommate of mine. Uh, she had this big bulldog named Bella and she had this way crazy underbite and she'd snort and whatever. And she was a sweetheart. She loved to cuddle. She is so cute, her big butt wiggle. Oh, man. Nikki, I hope you listen to this. We miss you. It's so much fun. Um, back in the day, we had this house. We rented in town, a bunch of airmen, uh, a bunch of us Air Force guys and a couple gals, and it's a party there and have so much fun. Uh, she had a big Rottweiler named Bruce. He was like 150 pounds, and it was annoying as shit because he'd bark at everything you do, but he was cool. Cool dog. Uh, I had my kids around him all the time. He never hurt anybody. My dad said he saw he was dragging Davy across the driveway by his pant leg one day, and my dad said he didn't even know what to do because he's like, that dog could have ate me. Shit. <laughs> but I don't know. Still rambling. Still talking. Uh, but yeah, there was something else I want to talk about, but I think I'm. Uh, I think I've done long enough. So, love you guys. Thanks for listening. All the name stuff. So there's some name things going on with this. The Dave Cast. Um, Still haven't checked to see if it was trademarked. I've been on the website like three different times, but I am so easily distracted. It's ridiculous. So I try to go on the website to check it, and I'm either like, I don't know, just sitting waiting to do something, or I'm doing something, and I go, and then it's like something comes up, or a kid bothers me. 
Ah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to get away to even do this. But I tell them I'm doing my podcast and they all know I take it serious. And they're like, well, get away from him. I'm sitting in my bedroom, sitting on my bed, uh, the computer and the mic hook up to the stand right next to me. And I do it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not fancy. I don't have a studio. Um, I was talking to Megan today about using her studio every once in a while. And um, she just has a lot of technical issues. So she doesn't want me in there tinkering, tinkering with it. And I get that. Um, but she definitely wants me to have, have me on her podcast and things like that. And the cool part about my setup is I can throw it in a backpack and it's like a portable, like I have almost have like a portable podcast studio. So I'm going to have some guests on. I'm super excited. I don't know how I'm going to do talking to somebody else. I'm, I'm just, I'm terrible, terrible. If you know me, you know, I'm like the worst at cutting you off. If, if you're, if we're around and you're having a conversation and you're getting, and you're talking and you're getting a point out and I start talking, just don't stop talking. I'll get it. I'll understand. Just like make eye contact with me. Like look right in my eyes. Just talk. Keep talking about your, your dumb, boring life that you were just talking about. Talking about how you like to lift weights or how you like to mow the lawn and how boring it was. And that's why I probably cut you off in the first place. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. But seriously, do that. If I cut you off, just there are people out there that their pet peeve is not they hate being cut off. Those people hate me hate me and I'm working on it I say I've been working on it for my whole life but I just do it's how I am it's what I do I'm gonna work on it like some of the verbal pauses in this podcast I know I'm not trying to talk about that shit anymore but I'm trying to make myself better I'm trying to give you guys better content you don't want to sit here and listen to a guy who sounds like a douchebag I think I sound like a douchebag I hate my voice everybody does but I have to listen to these I try to learn I try to get better like Jocko says good you know, some, if I have a bad podcast, I had a bad podcast. Uh, maybe you think all of mine are bad. But in my opinion, I've had a couple that I think sucked good. They made me try harder. They make me want to be better at this. And I'm excited. I'm super excited to have guests. I'm going to start putting a little more effort into this podcast. Um, it really hasn't been a whole lot. It's just kind of been me. I've gotten lazy with some aspects of it. But I'm trying to fix myself mentally, uh, physically. Uh, spiritually, everything. So thank you guys for listening. Hit me up on Instagram, Funny Welder, Funny Welder on Twitter, uh, Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook. Uh, the Dave Cast on Facebook. If you haven't went and liked it yet, go like my page, uh, post some shit, write me a message, send me a message, uh, Dave's Podcast one at gmail.com. Send me some questions, send me some shit you want me to talk about, whatever. Uh, let me know how much you hate me. Let me know how much you love me, man. Uh, Haters make my world go round for real. Um, be nice to each other. Love each other. Uh, that asshole out there, um, you being an asshole back isn't fucking going to fix the problem. Um, let them know. Hey, man, I'm sorry you're mad. I'm sorry you're angry. I'm sorry you're being an asshole. Whether it's my fault or not, uh, I, hope you get, I, hope you fig- I hope you figure out why, why you're an asshole. Maybe not call him an asshole, but it reminds me of the septic guy. Love you. I will uh, I'll, uh, holler at you all later. Have a happy 4th of July. Is that how you say it? Happy 4th. Peace.